Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about what to do when everybody's getting married except you. Before we get into that, I want to share my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is going to be in the show notes of this episode. Also, I wanted to let you know that I have been more active on Instagram recently and I really hope that you go follow me there because I've been posting videos. Um, I had a lot of resistance to Instagram and social media in general, and yeah, (laughs) so I kind of got over that. And I basically, my whole thing was, I only want to post things that are valuable. I don't like the thought of posting something using like an audio and just mouthing words or like pointing at things like that really upsets me. (laughs) So, um, which is funny because I'm definitely entertained when other people do it, but I think I was influenced by uh, Cal Newport and he talks about how you need to do deep work. And if you want to create value in the world, it has to be something that not anybody could do. So I didn't invest a lot in Instagram because I felt like if I just post an inspirational quote or that kind of thing, that's like something a fifth grader could do. So therefore, it's not like the most valuable use of my time. So I wanted to find a way to really add a lot of value if I am going to be sharing things on Instagram. And um, I think I found my little thing with that. So I've been sharing these little mini videos, the reels with some of the most important key concepts from this podcast and also some that you haven't heard before and they are on my page now so I really appreciate your support by following it and also commenting and liking and all of that I think that's apparently important on there so anyways my Instagram name is my first and last name Amber Grubman it'll also be linked below and you should check it out um and then I also wanted to let you know about the next coaching program that's coming up. So we're going to get started in October. Uh, Enrollment will be in September and early bird enrollment a little bit before that as well. So make sure that you get on the waitlist now if you want to get the early bird discount and you want to secure your spot in the next program. The last one actually sold out. So definitely make sure you're on the waitlist and not leaving it to the last minute. Um, For those of you who don't know, I have a coaching program. It's called From Dating to Exclusive, and I teach you how to go from dating to exclusive. There's a curriculum, you get a workbook in the mail with some other gifts, um, and then we do group coaching for the year, and you can also schedule one-on-one sessions with me, and it's all included, all in one price. So make sure that if you want the discount for that price and you want to get in the program, get on the waitlist. The link is below. So I want to talk about something that can come up when we're single, which is going to weddings. And specifically, one client was like, I'm going to all these weddings. And not only am I going to all these weddings, but everybody at the wedding is coupled up. And so I kind of feel bummed out when I'm there. I feel sad about it. Um, Another thing that came up recently was one of my friends, well, a few girlfriends and I, we went to dinner and we were talking about bridesmaid duties and how expensive that can be and the trips. And one of my friends is very popular and she's been like a bridesmaid like 19 times or something, something absurd. (laughs) 
And she was talking about like, she tallied it all up and she could have purchased a house with that money. Um, So, I mean, I think that I would love to be a bridesmaid. And (laughs) I think that definitely if you do it like a few times, it's probably an experience worth having. But there can also be like this tax on people um, and buying a dress that you're never going to wear again and just doing things that you usually wouldn't really want to do. So first of all, I think it's important to decide whether it's an experience that you want and to be able to say no if it's something that you don't want to pay for or don't want to do. Um, However, what I really want to focus on today is that experience of being at weddings and the feelings that can come up. So one thing that I told my client, and you may or may not find this helpful, but I'll share it with you as well, is that you can choose to think about it differently. And one way that you can think about it is seeing examples of what's possible all around you. If you really think about it, a big limitation that we have when it comes to believing in what we want to create is not seeing examples of it or it not being commonplace. So for example, if you grew up in a very rundown neighborhood where there was poverty, it will be much more difficult for you to build the belief that you can be wealthy one day or you can start a business or you can be a millionaire than it is for somebody who grew up in a affluent area with lots of examples including their two parents um, being wealthy and being successful. So there is just this aspect of the environments that we're in and that we choose to put ourselves in, which can be very influential for us and how we think of ourselves and what we see as possible for ourselves. So like, it's kind of silly, but you could think of weddings as like a mastermind meeting (laughs) where It's actually a good thing to be around people who have something that you aspire to, especially if they have positive relationships, especially if they've been in those relationships for a long time. It can be helpful to have that inspiration if you choose to see it that way. Um, I joined a business mastermind and it was very uncomfortable the first two weeks because from one day to the next, I went from feeling like a front runner to a back runner. And I would say at least 50% of the people in the mastermind are um, more successful, if not extremely more successful than I am. And there was this like internal (laughs) discomfort that just came up from being in a room, being with these people who are so much more successful than I am. But I also had to remind myself that that's part of why I joined that group. And I knew that being around people who are more successful than I am would stretch me and grow me in ways more so than being in a room with people where I feel like I'm the most successful person. So you can kind of have that discomfort of like, man, I really want that. Or man, I'm behind this person in some way, in some measurable way, while at the same time appreciating your place and appreciating that you have people around you that set examples for what you want to create in your life. The other thing that being at weddings can solidify for us is, and being around couples in general, is that love is not scarce. 
relationships are not scarce. People do this all the time, everywhere. Love is everywhere. And that's something that I like to tell myself, even when you just see like a cute couple in Whole Foods or in front of you at the amusement park or wherever you see people, there can be the instantaneous reaction, which is like, I don't have that and I feel sad. Or there's another example of what I want. Like it's everywhere. It's plentiful. It's not scarce. It's available to me. And that is a conscious choice that we can make. And I think that's important too, because sometimes when we've been single for a while, we put relationships in this like far distant land. It feels like something that's really far away and very difficult to obtain versus something that is readily available. And so you're still honing the kind of quality of relationship that you want, but that doesn't mean that it's a scarce thing or it doesn't mean that it's the same as like, starting the next big tech company that makes a billion dollars. Okay, that's like a 00001% chance. But creating a rewarding relationship, a fulfilling relationship, that's not so far out there. We see it all the time. It's normal. It's around us. It's possible. And again, all of those examples and weddings and couples around us are helping us feel that it's normal. And then we don't want to jump to the opposite of that, which is like, okay, so it's so normal, then what the hell is wrong with me, (laughs) right? Because everybody else is in a relationship, so I'm the odd one out. You can also look around you and see how many people are single and how regular that is and how people of all ages are single. And it's equally normal to just be single for a while. Um, Like I have a friend who has been in a relationship for five, six years, and they're the most amazing couple ever. They're so awesome and funny. And she was also single for three years before she met that person. That's regular. That's normal. Um, Same with other couples that I know. Just ask people who have been in a relationship. Some people went from one relationship to another. Some people were single for years and years. Um, I had a client who just messaged me the other day that she's so excited because her and her boyfriend went to go get her finger sized for a ring, but she was on this podcast and she was single eight years before she met this person and before she started the program. So either way, it's normal, um, but it's helpful to see both as normal. It's normal to be single. It's also normal and possible to be in a relationship. And lastly, it's helpful to see positive, healthy examples of love and to see that close up, right? It's different than a movie. It's different than even a book from a couple where they edited that stuff, (laughs) right? If you are around a real happy couple, you will also see their little challenges and grievances and annoyances and all of those things. And you'll see how they think about each other and about relationships and how they act and how they figured out what works for them. So being around examples of people who have created what you want and seeing a real example of it, the reality of it can be very educational and helpful as well. So anyways, I think those things have been helpful for me and maybe for you. And I think that it's just a good reminder that we can kind of redirect our minds when we go into pity or shame 
or thinking we're not normal when we're in those situations versus seeing how much it actually benefits us and our love lives to be in those situations. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. I hope to talk to you again next week. Make sure you subscribe. And if you haven't already and you would like to, it would be really amazing if you left a review on the podcast app. So if you look for the podcast, Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast, click, uh, scroll all the way down. You'll see a section where you can just leave a rating or you can leave and write a review. I really appreciate them. I read them all the time. I'm trying to get to 500 reviews. We're at about 350. And the reason why I want to get to 500 is because that's the number that the really big, cool guests (laughs) look at. Like if I want to have Mark Manson on here or something, that's like his entry level number. So uh, one day I hope to have some really amazing guests on this show and the reviews are very helpful for that. Plus, it just makes me happy to read them. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.